Yo, Shoe Program listeners, coming up next week, we have our resident football expert who also happens to be family, Greg Thrash on the podcast to talk about all things NFL and the upcoming 2021 NFL Draft. Give us analysis and player breakdowns to get you set for Thursday night's draft on April 29th. Tune in, you won't want to miss it. Cool. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we're going to do something a little different here today, how we bring this show in. Uh, with great respects given, I want to welcome y'all to the shoe program. Home with a 23 hour lockdown. We bring you another great one today. Once in our respect to for the great one, the late great. You know who it is. I ain't got to say no name. But go ahead and hit that like. Go ahead and hit that subscribe. Let's go ahead and get into it. Yep. Yep. yep rest yep, in yep. peace. Yo, rest welcome. in peace. Definitely, definitely rest in peace. Um, I know DMX is definitely weighing on all of our hip hop heads and everyone who respects the game um, right now. So if you want to say rest in peace and give a shout out and pray for his family. Um, but welcome. Welcome to the shoe program. Uh, we got a good show for y'all today. A couple things to go over. Some news in the sports world and some news in, in the video game world. So we'll go ahead and hop right into it and start off with the first topic we got for today, which I think um, is something that we all will have a, a good opinion on, something that's happening in the NFL right now, and it has to do with uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, as many of you know, Deshaun Watson has had uh, about 22 uh, civil court cases against him right now for uh, alleged alleged sexual misconduct. So, uh, fellas, I kind of want to talk about that and just get y'all thoughts and see where everybody's heads at is on that. And uh, for a disclaimer, you know, here at the shoot program, we do not condone, uh, you know, any sexual misconduct, any acts of that nature. Um, so, I'm gonna put that out there, and uh, yeah, we'll get into it. So, Jay, I know me and you, I think we briefly touched on it um, not too long ago, but uh, what's your feelings on everything that's going on surrounding Sean Watson? Yeah, uh, it's very, very touchy uh, subject when it comes to athletes dealing with stuff like this. It, it seems like um, uh, every now and then we do have a a common a common thing that seems to happen with with athletes, professional athletes, when it comes to uh, sexual assault in some type of form or some type of physical abuse, and it. It sucks to hear that um, Deshaun Watson is now surrounded in this, as uh, he appeared to be to me. And you know, he's he's not. I'm you know I'm gonna I'm not gonna follow the social media stuff. You know, he is not guilty until he's well, he's 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 innocent until proven guilty. I'm not doing that social media stuff. I don't do that stuff. All the stuff needs to come out. Let his case play out in court. Um, and that's with respect to the um, alleged victims as well. Um, but it sucks to see him, you know, because it seemed like he was a good guy. You know, he did a lot for the Houston area from what I've, I've observed. Uh, but a lot of this stuff sounds very fishy to me. Um, the way the alleged victims lawyers, I mean, lawyer has uh, handled this. Um, I, I I have to, you know, let me say this real quick. And I don't want to make this controversial, but, we, you know, we there was this recent thing where the whole Me Too movement happened within Hollywood and, and this hashtag was going around called um, uh, Believe All Women, right? And we should believe all women. But I think the lawyer kind of 
the lawyer, the the victim's lawyer, kind of, I want to say, slipped up and tripped up, and because if this stuff is true, then it's hard to kind of believe what's going on. And if this stuff is true, when you try to uh, do an under the table deal with Deshaun Watson's team for money, instead of bringing this to the law, and that's what kind of waters this case up from a standpoint of do we really believe Deshaun Watson actually did this stuff? So now I'm for me personally, I have to really see how this plays out in court. Um, I really uh, I am. And I'm also in, you know, my personal, my moral code. I'm like, if anything, if anybody does something, you know, sexual abuse, sexual abuse wise, physical abuse, you know, you definitely that stuff needs to be recorded lawfully. You know, that stuff needs to be taken serious. Um, you don't wait till the last moment. And I'm, this is not to blame the victims, but for your lawyer to come out and demand money, it just kind of, it, your, the motives are, uh, the motives don't stand on them. On the motivations right there is just kind of murky right there. We're going to tell a little bit of murky water. And that's me that's not speaking for the rest of the shoe program. This is Jeremy speaking. So I'm not going to put y'all in there in the case this is controversial, but um, it's just murky water right now on how the lawyer approached this. And uh, we got to see how it plays out. I'm actually right there with you on the lawyer. Um, honestly, so the, when I first heard about it, I was, I was nah, he trying to get out. All of a sudden this news come up. This happened a whole year ago. And then I saw the emails where, you know, we'll be quiet if we get a hundred thousand. So I didn't believe it at all at first. I was like, nah, right, this, this can't be the case. Um, but then, man, as more and more started to come out, I don't, I don't necessarily have an opinion. Um, I mean, I know Deshaun Watson in the public view has been stellar, you know, going all the way back to Clemson as, as a leader, as a great football player, great leader of men. That's what they said about it, you know, so all of us had this perception of him and we didn't want to see his, his, this different side of him. Um, I mean, I accept that what it is, if it is to be true, then he deserves what he did. The, the, the part that it just, it doesn't matter and it will never be fixed is, I mean, God forbid that it's not true because no matter what he would like, the damage is done in public opinion. It doesn't matter if you can't make those allegations and ever come back from them. And this is coming, like, I've, we'll get into some personal stuff later, but yeah, I, it's, I'm neutral until he has, everyone has their day in court. Uh, but I'm not leaning so much on his side like I was in the very beginning, just because of the, the, the magnitude and the number of people. And, I mean, it's weird. Like, it's just weird. Why do you need that many different masseuses? Like, I understand it's not wrong. It's just weird. So, mm -hmm. right. gotta be open. And we talked about that too, you know, uh, like I said, you know, in our private conversations, you know, so celebrities, athletes, people, you know, that's making a lot of money and you have a name for yourself, you have to move, you, you have to move differently than normal people. Yep. Um, 
it would be way different than first of all not saying that i'm you know i'm gonna highlight a masseuse and then try to sexually assault them i'm just saying certain things you have to do uh differently than a normal civilian i it you know it, i don't have i don't have the clout that deshaun watson has so everything that i'm doing is not going to be on the scale of deshaun watson so I can I can highlight a masseuse and you maybe try to get a phone number or something, you know. Uh, you can't do that, Deshaun Watson, because every you know you have to move carefully. So if it is true that you know you know he was trying to you know hook up with these masseuses and 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 do things and because I did I I think it was reported that um, apparently the narrative is now is that Deshaun Watson was purposely intentionally uh, uh searching for instagram masseuses to uh get in contact with them and meet up with them and engage in consensual sexual acts with them and and if that's true then that's just ridiculous and i i that's, that's i just almost wrong. don't want to go that far man and the only reason i say that is because it only tends to be ridiculous when black people because there's a bunch of white people. You got Dan Bilzerian out here. You got the doggone Playboy Mansion. I almost don't. I say it's weird, yeah, but I don't want to go so far to condemn somebody for something like that because counterparts do that with nothing bad said about them. They're actually, they're they're actually touted for what they do. I mean, you're called you're called a Playboy. It's nothing bad to be called a Playboy, but it's something bad to be called anything that a black person can be called. So I don't want to put that on them like that. Well, I, that's that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm just saying more of what he's doing that someone of his caliber, he shouldn't be doing. I'm not saying that, it, you know, I'm not saying that all around it's wrong. I'm just saying to me, if when, you, when you're a celebrity, you're somebody of his caliber, you have to move different. You can't be doing these type of things because as we know, these things, the stuff in, in the age of social media, the digital age that we live in, it is just too, it is very easy to get tripped up in a pothole. And be, like you said, because he's black, it's just, it just like multiplies. It, it, it like multiplies the thing. Because man, I'm telling you, Dan Bilzerian's Instagram dude, like. But he's Dan like, Bilzerian though. And Dan Bilzerian is also probably not filming himself or doing what Deshaun Watson doing to, to the I mean, and the messy and the and the and the careless way in which Deshaun's doing it. Like I mean I think on this all of this to, if you want my opinion personally, like Deshaun look weird, bro. You look mad weird. You look bad. Like really, really bad, dog. Like you look crazy. You look crazy. You got your girlfriend involved, man, and she up here hiring some of these ladies and then come out. This happened so she gotta deal with you looking nuts and then you actively doing this then you got clips of Mia Khalifa who's a porn star running in your crib dunking basketballs in uh Santa outfits like you look crazy you look nuts Sean looks nuts I didn't even know yeah. about that oh, word wow. it came out on Twitter like Sean looks wild bro that press conference was one of the victims it looks crazy like Deshaun screwed up and I mean whether or not the allegations are true or not we'll figure it out you know but um it's not a good look. It don't look good. It looks very, very bad for somebody in his position. And I think you got to be cognizant of that, man. A lot of these athletes, they move really, really funky when doing this, man. And and they end up in these situations. And then people, you don't want to question things. I'm just like, dude, you shouldn't have ended up in that situation in the first place. That's one. And then, you know, 
everyone wants to always bring up well white people do this and blah 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 blah, blah too I understand that and that is true right but the thing is is that they got privilege in order to do that that don't mean it's any less you know wrong but right we can't move like that you know what's at stake yep he knows it and for him to be in this position like what are you doing and then if you really being a creep like come on bro like really like what are you doing like why are you behaving like this like you know let's let's not do that you know what i'm saying then another thing too is that everyone always mentions okay well these ladies are wanting money you know for these cases first of all i don't know about y'all but i just had a personal situation i'm like firsthand dealing with with a very good friend of mine that happened two weeks ago man like bro the system does not care about women especially black women when it comes to sexual assault period they don't the means in which it takes to be able to prove a man wrong whether it's sexual assault or rape it's ridiculous you saw that with the want you saw that with the jeffrey epstein case you see how long that took for them to even build up something to be able to go after him and they had clear evidence dating back to the 90s for this dude and he just died what i don't know what we in 2021 three 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 to four years ago three years ago or something like that no he died that was that was last year huh then he died oh, or, like, or two years ago like something yeah, like he's been doing this for like 20 years so like you know these little these, these chicks who are masseuses like bro this is a huge problem man and it, and it, it's a very very ugly thing and people have to deal with this including Deshaun and it sucks but you know I think my outlook on it is I'm like hey man the truth gonna set you free me personally I feel like he's a creep because you should never be doing no nonsense like this period anyway I'm like fam I understand you need the size of the masseuse but my nigga like really like what are we doing I like I said what, I'm not gonna if you I'm not going to accuse him of anything because that's to me. I'm not accusing, but I know. But but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You see, because like you said, it look he does look like a creep. But to me, we got to be careful with that stuff. We got to be careful and sensitive because to me, I don't. I personally, I don't care what he does in his life. He can have me Khalifa running through, you know, his hallway dunking all he want. I, you know, that's new to me that you told me that. But I don't care. That's his life. If you want to have strippers over at your house, that's fine. But if you out but when someone says that you sexually assault them that is a whole different ball game and to me i'm not gonna I, if if he's saying that he's innocent and you know he we got to have that case out we you know we have to have that case fought out in court the evidence need to be shown and it just i'm just saying just why you like because you like you said marv you said he looks like a creep but hey hold up we I, and I'm and respectful to your friend or whatever, but this, the receipts are out that this lawyer in emails and the emails are public now had tried to, has tried to get money out of Deshaun Watson's team. That is a fact. So that's before all this stuff even came out. They straight up said, if, if this is if this is if you don't want to pay up, this is where we're going to go with it. So you know what I'm saying. So it it turned it it turned into okay maybe you know okay this guy sexually assaulted my client and we want to do something about it we want to you know we, we want to bring charges and it, that didn't even come first it was money the first thing and that's not to me most because most people settle civil they most sexual assault cases end up being civil cases. true true because because evidence like evidence wasn't in the court of law to be able to prove that to a jury is very difficult to do so it, if, and then if you're a civilian woman who's going after somebody who has money like Deshaun Watson, you're going to instantaneously lose just because of the simple fact you're going to run out of money. When Michael's so like, okay, I, if I'm going to go up and go toe-to-toe against these people, right? 
or, or mm-hmm. against a person who has more money than me in a in a criminal case, like how's it gonna work? Then another thing too, just because I press charges doesn't mean that it's gonna instantaneously be criminal. The state has to figure that out. So if the state feel and the state is gonna determine that based upon how much evidence they got. So if you got enough evidence that makes it a worthwhile case for the state to spend money and to bring up charges and to indict you on something, then that's when you don't go to court. If an AG gets that on his desk and they look at him and be like, man, we ain't got time for this, they're gonna toss it out. And then you gotta pursue it civilly. But you're gonna lose there because you don't have money. This here's the thing though. This is a it's a different game when it's a celebrity. This is Deshaun Watson. So when you have anybody. But bro, when you have a celebrity, uh some like and that's the point that's my major point. When you have a celebrity of someone like his caliber. Yes, those things apply, but the game changes totally, especially when you want people to believe you. And when you cut, and so I'm just saying, Michael Jackson, that's why Michael, they say this all the time, Michael Jackson messed up the first time when he got accused by those kids because he settled. And he started, and he was, and he felt he was innocent. He just wanted the stuff to go away. But you know what happened? It opened the door to another accuse, uh, accusation. So I'm just saying, it, that why that stuff applies when it, normal people it's understandable but when you have somebody of this caliber it doesn't to me it doesn't matter if you if you try to if you try to get them get them to pay money or you bring charges no matter what because to be honest if this would have if he would have paid that money and this would have came out later come on bro how would that how would that have looked if he would have paid the money and it came out then it, it would look wild but you gotta think about this too that normally never happens I agree you settle you settle and, and a guaranteed his agent and his team if he settled they're getting ndas and calling it a day like people aren't stupid the thing is is like i say man is that look if we really want to keep it quite frank allegedly you look nuts yeah yeah you said what i think cam was saying the timing was just ironic i think it's ironic timing but my thing is is that and and another thing too if it's ironic timing that comes out like the houston texas will be held liable because we've seen that with ray rice we saw that with mad other incidents that had happened in the nfl but the nfl looked crazy but at the end of the day no one cares they're still gonna keep buying tickets and we're gonna hoop and holler about that but that's not gonna stop the show from flowing so i don't want to hear about that because i'm like people still gonna pay money to go play and see football that's just what it is right but with this specifically with john though is that dude you look crazy. Like, if this is what you do, and this is what, you know what I'm saying, this may be a fetish of yours or whatever, like, you gotta move accordingly, bruh. Everybody gets massages, dog, but to sit up here and just be like, hey, you, there's evidence and screenshots from Instagram DMs of you personally seeking out services from ladies, and then you behave in a certain way, and these people got you on record, my G. Like, you look wild, man. I, I think that's some the real, real weird it looks really weird allegations, man. This ain't just words, bro. Like, this is like, dude, TMZ showing receipts. Like, you look wild, man. And I hate and I hate that this is happening, but I'm just like, for, for everybody involved. But I'm just like, you have to do better. You got to. You can't move. It's just like what you said in the beginning, Jay. You can't move like this. You can't do that. We can reference all the white people all day long, man. But look. There's a difference with what we see with them versus what we do. Yep. Hey, yep. we ain't hear about what they do. How? Nobody knows. The weird thing is, Deshaun Watson's lawyer on Friday said that, I guess his defense is, he's saying it's a new model for extortion, and he's saying that 
Deshaun Watson typically typically receives two or three massages a week and sexual activity with those therapists who say he assaulted them was consensual. My thing is, number one, I think Marvin touched on it earlier. If you're getting two, three, four massages a week, why aren't you going through the team for those? You don't right. need to exactly. go on, right. don't need to go on social media. Your team can get you the best massage therapist in Houston. They can get Mark, you as many massages as you want a week. That's the weirdest thing about this whole thing is like, bro, you don't have to go outside for help. You can get help right from your organization. You are the right. franchise quarterback of the Houston, Texas, the most popular man in Houston. Um, like, you don't have to do all that. Like, they can help you out and get you what you need. So it just looks weird. Like Marvin says, like, I'm not trying to put labels on them. I, I, I'm a huge Deshaun Watson fan. It's just everything that's coming out and the way that it's coming out and, you know, it jumping from the first person, which everybody assumed initially when it was one, that, okay, something's going on, something's fishy. But like Cam says, when it balloons up to 22, and you, like you said, uh, Jay, it's, you know, innocent until proven guilty. It's just, it's not a good look for him. Right. And it, right. It, it's going to be you, interesting. You on Instagram and check the DMs. Like, you look crazy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what turns up or what more evidence comes out. But... For right now, it's just not a good look, and I I wish him the best, and I hope that I hope that they're lying for his sake. And if not, like like Cam says, then you know whatever comes his way, he just he deserves whatever comes his way. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. So, like I said, like you like you said too, we and we I said this before, man. You know, it, we in a digital age. You know, this it's a whole different ball game out here. So. Yep. You, you, everywhere you digital footprints are everywhere. So, you know, Iggy, Iggy right. Azalea, the rapper, she just put out a, a tweet the other day talking about all of the rappers that was reaching out to her, <laughs> wanting to make love to her feet. <laughs> so, hey, look, it's hey, y'all, it's, cats it's, out here looking crazy. <laughs> like, yep, right. Yep. So, can't be, and it's not condoning it, just saying. Why y'all low key? We we saying they looking crazy. That's the new norm, bro. Like that's how it is. That's how they roll, though. That ain't that ain't even considered crazy. Like, <laughs> I get I get that, but it's just like yeah, hey, man, you, you gotta you gotta know at what cost. That that's the thing. Like, and, and these dudes aren't weighing. They're not weighing that. A lot of these cats are in their twenties looking nuts, and that's just what it is, man. But you know this whole thing, man. It's wild. The thing is, is that it's just Deshaun. This been going on. Right. So trust me, hey, right. I've met mad women who got weirdo stories with dudes who play professional sports and things that they've, they've done. But, you know. What ESPN said is true. He's either grossly misunderstood or he has a problem. And it's just that's I, either, right. the only two options we have at this point. He either has issues to, to continuously seek this out every week from a size therapist when he got a beautiful girlfriend at home or this is the biggest lie that we've seen in a while and all these people are coming out in, the, in their line so we'll see right we the, whole, will. the whole thing with the Texans just kind of clouded it up like Cam said so you know that's what mm-hmm. it is too yep yep well, let's move on fellas um Get into the gaming world as we know right now me cam and jay are currently deep into uh the game outriders that, that came out two weeks ago um i will say personally for me this has probably been one of the funnest games we've played in a while um the only issue is we can never continuously finish the session because the servers kick you out at least four to five times a night 
Um, but like I said, for me, it's been fun. Cam, what about you, man? Because I know you've been on it and you've been on it a little bit like when me and Jay have been off. How's it been for you so far? Um, I like it. It, it. It's it's probably the, I call it the premier looter shooter that's out right now. Um, servers. Yeah, that's a big problem. But man, honestly, the, the gameplay is cool. Wow. Somebody just had an accident, y'all. That's oh, That's wow. crazy. Um, my bad. So the no, the, the game is cool, man. Um, but the bullet sponges, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe we're not playing it right because my gun is my gun <laughs> not at the same level of my enemies, and it, that's that's a problem. The world here is getting out of here, giving you division vibes. I feel you. Right. Now, nah, it's a cool game, man. I mean, they need to up the the squad to four at least. I feel like six would be perfect, but at least four. Oh, you got four archetypes, but you only got three people that can play. Right. And then in the game, you have a bot come join us. Just give <laughs> us a full person. It's, it's, right. And you have 15 to 20 enemies that take 3,000 bullets apiece. So give us four people. Split it up. Right. It didn't make sense. Like, I'm telling y'all is that, like, look, when Jay told me about the game, I went and read articles and I got excited. And then I went to my friend's experience and started playing the demo when I could actually get in there. Phenomenal concept, very repetitive, but it's the gameplay mechanics need to be fixed. Like, like what you were saying, that party system, they definitely can up that. Four, just three to four, that's ridiculous. Four is as, four is as spongy as the enemies are and how fast paced it is and how many enemies coming to at once. It needs to at least be four to six. Six probably to me sounds fair, to be honest. Mm. Then um, they took a cue from the division and they add the world tier system. I appreciate the fact that you can switch it. So if you want to jump up and be able to gain like better weapons and level up quicker, you can jump up world tier and it may be a little bit harder. You can adjust it. You have that sliding skill versus the division. Like it was a bit different. Like you have to max out and then you ended up in like certain sections that was a world tier. Like it wasn't something that was just a sliding scale. So that was that. Um, Server issues pretty much it's the reason why I'm slandering this game is because, dude, Square Enix. You're Square Enix, bro. I, I won't you know blame Square Enix. I blame uh, People Can Fly. I think because Square Enix, I think they just publish it. But you say what? They just publish it? Yes, I think Square Enix just publishes the game, but it's, most of the stuff is is uh, uh, People Can Fly. They, they actually, they, they're the developers. Well, with the devs and what I've seen, which is a growing trend literally amongst every next-gen game that has come out, they got to do something about this whole concept of releasing games that are either underdeveloped, severely broken, or have terrible server issues. You know what you're doing and what you're trying to launch. At least give the people a working server. I don't understand this whole notion of that, like, hey, we're just going to toss something out and get everybody hyped up, put all this marketing dollars behind every ad that we want to run on YouTube or wherever, right? pay these influencers to talk about this game in a positive manner and sway opinion and then when the regular civilian gets it they can't play it i shouldn't have to look on youtube and see six of the best commentators in gaming have all had the same experience with the game as we do it doesn't make any sense right like it seriously doesn't we're in us we're in an age where like 
your marketing dollars is probably majority social media and your actual money that you're spending in ad money. So I'm like, how are you doing? How are you fooling with real people who are gonna give you real life depictions of this because they play it? Things that are broken. Like take the time out and just develop it more and get it right before you release it. We're not going nowhere. We're still in the pandemic. Like, yes, we're getting vaccinated and people are starting to go outside again. But I'm like, look, the marketplace isn't moving rapidly and catching up as quick. Heck, they barely releasing systems fast enough for people, be, for people to be able to consume the title that you're producing as quickly, right? So we're just like, why not dial things down, delay it, fix it, and then release it? I don't understand, like, who's sitting behind these desks and why they're pushing these out. Not under, and I feel like a growing trend that's happened with gaming and AAA gaming and the same thing for Fallen out, you know, Outriders is that you got a whole bunch of investors wanting their money back too fast without letting the game cook for a minute. And it's starting to become a notion whereas you're getting broken games, then they're coming out with these huge, crazy patches where they're having to fix things. People are getting overworked and leaving the staff, so all these teams are either ended up super small, they don't fix things fast enough, or honestly, they just stop doing updates and just completely scrap the game completely, right? Or they end up creating some faux system where they ignore the problems and they're trying to monetize and do loot boxes and some kind of concept to be able to make extra money off the game before they get it right. Like, at least with past games, like, you know, your, your CODs, World War IIs, and things like that were like loot boxes were a serious thing and Destiny and things of that nature. They at least finished the game and started making money off loot. Mm. They just like, tossing the scraps like we slaves. And I'm like, what's the point? The game got so much potential. Last thing I'll probably say that I can say the game about the story makes zero sense. I don't even know why the story's a thing. <laughs> story's whack, bro. Story's trash. Like, honestly, I think literally just get straight to the action. You don't have a story that trash. It doesn't make any sense. I just feel like all the cutscenes and everything, cut that out, man. Just let me go ahead and get to it. I don't have a problem with the story. I have a problem with the 1.2 second cutscene. That's the only thing. Yeah, I like, what was the point? Yeah, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, fight. You know I was saying this go black, and it's a cutscene literally for two seconds. And you and go right like, back. what was the point of this? Just to have him yeah. jump over a, a, a fallen I'm branch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, my, I'm like, my dude, like, we don't have to do all that. Let's keep fighting. Like, we could actually jump over ourselves. Just press the A button. Not that hard. So, right. yeah, I, I, like I said, I have no problem with the story. I think the game is pretty fun. It's just, they got to work on the servers because it's, it's sad that every game we play is getting to be like this, where we can't play for the first week and a half. Yeah, the and I, I will I will say this I will um, I will commend the Outriders development team on uh, being very vocal and um, keeping us up to date on uh, their repairs on a server and, and their maintenance to try to get everybody playing because usually that that's 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 almost unheard of nowadays. You know, if the servers go down, we're, we're just everybody's just kind of causing mayhem on Twitter. And we don't really get any updates, but they actually been updating. Um, they they have they even started like a Reddit to where um, some of the most uh, uh, the some of the game's biggest errors are, are that have gameplay fixes. You can just go to the Reddit and you can read how to, to fix your stuff. But um, yeah, man, they I don't know I don't understand why um, uh, studios don't want to have or are investing to dedicated servers because. We have that problem that because this this is this is RPG game, but this goes upon you know sports games for the most part. I think that's where we mostly see the server issues from sports games. Um, 
because you know for the most part that is they're mostly online gaming it's mostly on multiplayer online and we they don't it's like for example 2k does not have dedicated gaming servers and we always have issues with that but i don't understand why uh um they haven't really invested their time into this this game where it's really it relies on a online multiplayer experience for the most part on the story like i, I agree with ej for the most part of the story is is all right i mean it's all right i mean it's, it's easy to follow it's nothing sophisticated but the game man the game is uh the gameplay and 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 the style of the gameplay is is, is phenomenal i enjoy it it is repetitive but it's fun <laughs> uh you know of course with looter shooters you're going to see you know um you're going to see the the typical bullet sponge bosses and stuff like that so you're going to see that it's not like ghost recon you put a bullet in the head and they're down you know or you know call of duty but um looter shooters you're definitely going to have the, the the bullet sponges and stuff like that but I, to me I, I like i like a little bit of uh um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, I'm look, I look, I like a little bit of uh, difficulty with my gaming. So I like, um, I like that it's not easy to me. So that's, so that's not really a kind for me. But for the most part, I enjoy it. I've, I've enjoyed the game so far. I think it has, um, has a variety in uh, armors, armor pieces, weapons. Um, I'm still, we're still trying to understand the, the, the upgrading system. <laughs> so you can make it harder. You can make it harder without i mean some of these guns only hold 40 ammunition like yep. the snipers and i go through all 40 before i even kill somebody like you can make it harder give me more people in it and give it make it easier to kill them and make right. it harder that way don't make them harder to kill and then now i can't kill one person so they still attacking me i can't kill the other person still attacking me and then my specials ain't killing nobody now i'm just dead Every like, right? Come on, man. In camps, yeah, I was gonna say this real quick. Remember, we were playing the other night, and I was like, "Man, I said either I said either they're explaining stuff, and I'm just ignoring it or not paying attention, or they're not explaining stuff." Period. <laughs> because some of the stuff we we're still trying to figure this stuff out, and I just real I found I was watching one of the videos, uh, like after camp sent the video today about our riders. Did you know that instead of walking over the ammo and pieces and our armor pieces or loot that falls on the ground, instead of walking over it to pick it up, that you could just press down on the D-pad and it automatically picks everything up in your vicinity? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> why did why is that not explained? Stuff is like it, that. Is it, I just want to know, because maybe it's just me. Is it hard to input screens that say, do this at this time? Like, I don't understand, like, that should be something in the beginning of the game when you're going they do and all drop where they say, you know, you can press down on the D-pad to pick up all items in the vicinity. Like, that's fine. They, they got to walk through. The, and the walk, you only shows you how to shoot the gun. You know how to shoot the gun. You shoot the gun the same in every game. It's trigger. Every, every game. It's a trigger. Every game. It's the same in every game. You ain't telling me nothing's different on how to shoot a gun. Tell me what I need to know about the loot system. Tell me what I need to know about upgrading guns because that shit is so complex that we sit on that screen for at least 20 minutes a piece trying to figure out do i have shards do i have enough screws do i have enough this like like bro just tell me when the game starts this is how you do this and give me a little tutorial and then i won't ask no questions right right so like right. as his issues but um you know angry joe put out a, uh his review today as, as at the time of 
you know, uh, this recording, his review came out. I'll be watching it. I know he's about to tear the new asshole for sure. But oh, of <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. But uh, matter of fact, I think I'm watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> but i'd say uh so far uh so far the game is fun um i'm very curious um of the end game to be honest i'm curious if this is uh i would love to see like an expansion and like everyone said in the, here in the podcast this game needs four players there's no point for only only three players especially when like cams put the, the nail on the coffin you have four archetypes. I would love to have a full team where we utilize every archetype. So it that just doesn't make sense to have four archetypes and only you only have three players. That does not make any sense at all. So now, cause now we have to choose between, you know, which one we have to do now. It just doesn't make any sense. And, and it's gonna be there's just gonna be one archetype that we just don't experience unless we complete, we just completely start over and, and try different archetypes. It's just stupid. You know, Anthem did it. Anthem did it great. You have four different archetypes, four players. So I mean, I think we talked about it. Cam was saying it best earlier this week. When he was talking about making a new character, in which that sounded great. We need the character that's up close and personal because he can slow time down and stop the enemies from rushing us because that's all they do in the game. And you get right. rid of that character and you put in someone who's who's uh long range, which is cool. But you can't slow down time, so you need all four archetypes in at the same time. In order right. to my opinion, in order to work to to work the game the best, so I don't know. I, I agree with that. It's it, they're gonna have to put some updates and definitely have to put some DLC in the game because once we get to the end, we can't be running through the same thing all over again. Like yeah. it's gonna be mm-hmm. do all over again and run around the same streets doing the same thing all day, all night. Right, so, and put that expansion in there because I don't want to see. Outriders 2, and it's just like that's the uh, D- Division 2. Division <laughs> 2. Max. Max. The same city. The same don't city. Give me, don't even give me started, bro. Don't even give me started. Don't give me started. I have a whole podcast about that. Oh, man. So, yeah, I feel y'all. Like I say, I do enjoy it, but there is things that, that they definitely have to work on. It's um, got huge potential. Right. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I'll say this too. I'll say this too. The One of the reasons. I think we would. I think we all will be really even more frustrated if we paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to so, tell you, of course. Game Pass saved us all, man. Right. If I would have spent more on that, we be mad. Yeah, yeah. So, thank God for Game Pass. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Jay, I want you to lead this one off. Uh, some big news going around it's kind of a rumor right now but a lot of people think that is that is going to be a fact here pretty soon but microsoft has been talked about in terms of buying discord for 10 billion because you know microsoft is trying to buy everything now in order to strengthen the xbox platform so jay uh tell us a little bit about that so yeah this is uh you know we've been away for a little bit but this was reported i want to say a week or two ago and uh there is a rumor and it's not confirmed, but it is a rumor. I think I do think some people have uh, come out and actually said it's true, but uh, we're just gonna say a rumor for right now. But apparently, uh, Microsoft is in the hunt of for Discord, the popular social media gaming platform that we use to record this podcast as we speak. Um, shout out to Discord. Yes, definitely shout out. Um, they're yeah. talking about spending ten billion on Discord and bringing it to Xbox. 
first of all, first of all, one of the great things about Discord is its video, its video and voice um, um, applications. Um, it's basically it's basically an online gaming uh, application where we can easily communicate. We can easily do our podcasts like we do now. It's 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 really a social media platform to be honest. It's just it's not um it's it's more self-contained than stuff like Facebook and Twitter though. It's not like you know it's it's more for people with groups to communicate and send stuff with each other, especially gamers. And I love that about it. It's it's really a gamer type of application. And we all know how um, Microsoft's uh, the Microsoft Party, the voice chat, which is it can be great sometimes, but when it doesn't work, it's horrible. Um, but if, if Microsoft gets their hands on, on Discord and brings it to, to Xbox, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know who, I don't know where, to, I don't know who decided to click all the light bulbs on at Microsoft, but it seems like after everything fell with the Xbox One and all the stuff that went down, it's like somebody just clicked the light bulbs. Okay, guys, let's start doing this stuff right now. And they are spending that money. So by just, and by, I have a choice. Yep, by yeah. Zenimax. Yep. Right. And that would be great because okay, so we um we were gonna do a lot of stuff for a lot of y'all uh, listeners out there. We you know when we were first trying to develop our idea of doing the shoe program, uh, you know, we were gonna use Mixer to do a lot of our, our gameplay stuff, our streaming stuff. And Mixer was the the Xbox uh form of Twitch. It was their own Twitch in a way. And then out of nowhere, amidst the uh, the COVID pandemic, they decided to shut everything down. And we so we no longer have our own uh, broadcasting thing. Now we have to do. Now we have to use Twitch. So with that being with that being said, if we have something like Discord, that would be awesome to bring it back. They can add a kind of they can add a streaming a streaming component to it as well, and we'll be back in business. So I think that would be great. Um, Ten billion? Oh yeah, man. That's uh. Uh, that's that's a lot of money. I don't know if Discord's worth ten billion, but hey, let's get it. In other words, they owe us for taking away Mixer. That's basically <laughs> what I'm hearing. <laughs> that is true. Everybody was using Mixer, and Mixer was fine. It was easy to do stuff. All of a sudden, one day we get a little email: Mixer is going away. Well, <laughs> what are we using? <laughs> what are we using right. on Xbox? Right. So they owe us. Go ahead and buy buy Discord. I don't care if it costs twelve billion. You got it. So right, go ahead and go ahead and buy it, and uh, it, it'll it'll get some more people over to the Xbox side, some 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 uh, serious people over to the Xbox side. So I think they should do it. True, true. We got to get games though. <laughs> that's just that's just the honest truth. Like I, they're coming, you know, bro. We're not we never going on this again. They're making, they're making smart, they're making smart acquisitions. But my thing is, is that like, hey, they're gonna have to produce because if they don't, you basically got. You basically got the Infinity Gauntlet with no hand to put in it. I feel you, but they're coming. I told y'all, give it to the end of the year. We still, we still first quarter. I'm pretty much set on, hey man, 2022, bro. Marvin's on a warpath against Microsoft. 2022, bro. No. I, it's not. It's, it's just, it's just next gen period. Like they've just dropped the ball. All of this has been a nightmare for no reason. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Me, we'll see. I don't understand. I would like coming up to E3 coming up too, and it's supposed to be all digital. But hey, speak, speaking of E3 though, um, we'll have to talk about that on the next podcast probably. But uh, Xbox is yeah. having another Xbox showcase, so we'll get to learn more too. Word, but just mark my words: twenty twenty two is going to be the year, 
Yeah, about to be, I agree. It's not gonna be this year. I agree. I agree. We got a whole we got a whole 365 days before gaming is actually worthwhile for for PlayStation and Xbox at least. Now Switch, whole different story, whole different ball game, and we ain't got to kill them because they, I mean they didn't, they pretty much out here balling, bro. <laughs> No, that's, that's that's a good thing you said though. We can we can segue into the next thing, and Jay can also lead us on this one. Um, yeah. Halo Instagram ignited some some speculation that Xbox and Nintendo might be working together. Um, Jay, you want to talk about that too? Yeah. This so there's a there's a rumor going around. Well, a lot of rumors going around, but uh, hey, the uh, the official the official Xbox Instagram put out a picture with Mario characters Bowser. And uh, it's kind of it's a kind of reimagine uh, reimagining with them as Master Chief and that in the Arbiter and in the Brutes from Halo. And this is giving spark to rumors that that there's some kind of joint venture that Nintendo and and Microsoft uh, is going to be doing uh, soon or is in the works. That, and we just don't have any uh, updates on it now. We don't have any information, but that's the rumor. But they put it out out of nowhere. Um, they, they even had a caption: "The Adventures of Master Mario Chief and Peach Tana." So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it was silly. I yeah. think I know. I think I got to guess what they're gonna do. What you personally. think? What they gonna do, man? I first of all, I think they're just gonna add Master Chief to Smash Brothers. Ah, they've been. Hey, hey, you, you may be on to something because that's people have been asking for that. People have been asking for Master they're gonna, Chief. They're going to add Master Chief. They're going to add Master Chief to Smash Brothers first. Now, so far as everything else, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Port go over to the Switch, but it's just demand. Because mm-hmm. it's like Switch players are different kind of gamers. And as much as we demand for our games, they do too. And Nintendo produces to make them happen. So, right. I don't know. Uh, I do for for certain things. Master Chief's going to Smash Brothers for certain. That can I that's believable to me. But there's that, also that been makes a more sense than anything. True, true. There, there's also a rumor too that um somehow some way that that the Game Pass is 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 um what they're hinting at where somehow the Game Pass is going to be involved with Nintendo. Don't understand that. I don't understand how that will be or whatever. That doesn't make any sense because I mean they got what, what's the Switch store like. What's the name of the Switch store? The Nintendo eShop. Nintendo eShop. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see why that makes sense. That wouldn't make sense to them. True, true. Maybe, maybe this is uh, we're finally gonna get some crossplay between consoles, <laughs> between Nintendo, because you know some games so far, you know Sony is kind of being a little bit more cooperative with the um, with the crossplay. But maybe we're gonna get something from Nintendo. I know um, Apex Legends just came to the Nintendo Switch. So maybe uh, we'll see something with that or whatever. Right. Also, so. find ways to exploit that. We cheat like they do on Call of Duty. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's not a, a console thing. That's just a matter of um, one side of it is just people just finding exploits. Period. And then second of that is it's Call of Duty on console is trash oh, compared to playing on a computer. So. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you can't really. It's never gonna end if that makes sense. That is true. That it, is it's true. Bad, but we ain't even gonna get on COD because I'm not. You know, <laughs> really get me, me riled up. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, next up, The Last of Us. So, 
I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, Jay, but it was definitely something that we talked about amongst ourselves in our own group chat. Uh, Last of Us 2 came out at the end of last year um, to some, I say a lot of success, but, uh, you know, in the gaming circles, it wasn't like that much for a lot of different reasons. Um, But as many of us know, and me and Jay talked about on our own podcast, there is a television show. Uh, the Last of Us will be made into a made-for-TV series, and uh, it'll be starring the star of the Mandalorian, who will be playing the main character, Joel. And a lot of people think that Sony is getting ready to do a remake, like a full-on, on-the-ground-up remake of the original Last of Us, which came out in 2013. Um, my initial thoughts is this is ridiculous. This game came out in 2013. It hasn't even been a decade yet. Usually games that are being remade today are at least 15 to 20 years deep and they've been made on councils that came out back when we were in high school so initially this looks stupid um i think what they're trying to do is capitalize off of the success um that the last of us 2 had and then also get people ready for the show that's getting ready to come out next year but um I'm not super hyped. I mean, I'll probably end up seeing what it is, what it's about, especially if it's any kind of like free pass or download for free, you know, play game. So, but in my true opinion, this is the dumbest idea I've heard in a long time. But Jay, um, how are you feeling about that? Because I know me and you had a lot of choice words for The Last of Us 2. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not even a big fan of The Last of Us 2, but... <laughs> Uh, I think this is very weird. Um, in the article, it's saying that a smaller studio, um, let me see, look this up real quick. A smaller studio called Sony's Visual Arts Service Group that's located in San Diego. Apparently they were they were to make the PS5 remake. They were gonna make a PS5 remake of it, right? But then without much support, they then passed it back over to Naughty Dog. Uh, now, this is a question I got to ask to EJ specifically because yeah, with all the controversy that came with um, with all the controversy that came with The Last of Us 2 and the way it was going and everybody thought it was, you know, uh, you know, social, uh, uh, the social kind of aspect to it and people not liking it. And then I know the big thing, you know, spoiler alert, Joel died, Joel dies in the second one and everybody didn't like how he went out. I was wondering, and is it, are they trying to make a remake where they just have a different, you know, timeline or a different uh, kind of plot where Joe survives and we get to see one game, one one game where Joe actually lives because they they got all the backlash from it, and then we got this other timeline with the girls. Here's the thing, though, you're remaking the wrong game, bro. The game you want to remake just came out in 2020, so you ain't remaking The Last of Us Two. True. Last- came out in 2013 and I know Jay said he wasn't a huge fan but in my personal opinion the last of us that came out in 2013 is one of the best games ever made on ever, any system ever it's a fire game oh so, right not, the story was great the mechanics were great for the time everything was was great about that game like I didn't play it initially in 2013 because I didn't have a PS I didn't have a PS4 at the time but I think I got a PS4 two years later and bought the game when they did like a you know a a, a special edition collection yeah yeah something like that and I played this game and I was like, I don't know how in the hell I didn't play this game initially. Like I should have went to someone's house and played the game or did something like that game was amazing. So you're going to make a game, remake a game that came out 
eight years ago and is the best game of the series because the one you just made was trash. I mean, it looked good. We, you know, we can get into the story and how they they took the development and and what they did with Joel. We can get into all that later. But the only game you should be considering remaking is a game you just put out seven months ago. So I don't, I don't. My thing is, what are you remaking it for? And right. all of us who have the the Last of Us right now, which I still have that game, want to play? I'll just go pop, I'll go pop it back in because it, it it still holds weight today. It still plays fun. So. I don't, I, like I said, when I started off the whole conversation, I have no idea what the drive is behind this. I hope that it ends up being canceled. And <laughs> what they should do is wait a couple years and figure out a way to remake The Last of Us 2 and change everything that they fucked up. Right. And, and, and you're right. I agree with you. I think they do need to cancel that because it just, it, 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 absolutely, it absolutely makes no sense on all fronts to remake, remake that game, especially when apparently they're making, they're working on the third one. So, and then you just have, so you would, you would make, you, you already got the sequel out. You're about to make a whole brand new one and you got a TV show about it. It just, uh, too much. yeah, it's, it's really way too much. It's it just, it has, there's no, um, there's no reasonable uh, explanation that I can come, come up with unless they're really just trying to, unless they're not really working on a third one and they're just trying to reboot it. You know, you know, then maybe they just they they, they feel like they could have had more sales, and they they all the backlash got to them, and you know, well, hey, we want to go a different route with the story, you know. So they made it. I wish they would have did that with you know Justice League, but uh, that's another story. So. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it goes back to what we said again. The Last of Us Two is the game that you you should be considering remaking, and it's sad because the game came out literally seven months. My thing is, if you really want to change stuff that bad for the game, which I wanted to change, because like I said, story was just trash. What you can do is you can make the first season of The Last of Us on HBO or Showtime, whatever whatever um, outlet it's coming out on. When it's time for you to put out season two, because you're going to have to go to The Last of Us 2 to make the next season, change everything in the show. Just go ahead and do that, because there's no point you trying to remake another game or do or go back and change stuff in the game. Change it in the show and give us a new ending and show us what it would be different like on TV. That's it. Right. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I saw this news, man, and I I really honestly didn't want to talk about it because it's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. You remaking a game eight years later. That's one of the best games of all time. Like, right. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to put Pedro Pascal in the game or what, but I mean, let's just, let's <laughs> I just mean, keep it. That would make some kind of sense, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense, but oh, I'm, I'm reading the dude's name right now that does the voice for Joel. He does the voices for pretty much every video game in the industry. Troy, uh, Troy Baker? Troy Baker, yeah. Uh -huh. Bro, Troy Baker killed it. And I mean, it is what it is. I mean, the game came out eight years ago. You made the character model. We all love Joel. I don't need to see Pedro Pascal as Joel in a video game. Right. Like, so just chill out, regroup. Get some people, some creative people on your team, and make a brand new IP for us. That's what we're looking for now. We're looking for brand new stuff. We're not looking for remakes of everything. Right. So, or if you want to do something for me, like you said, Jay, work on part three. Or go ahead and give me another another Nathan Drake game. Do that, please. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Uncharted, so I'm here for that. Yeah, do that. So, stop trying to go back and remake something that just came out, man. They might got time for that. <laughs> Work. That is true. I miss Uncharted, man. Can't wait. I miss it too. That's one of the, I think that's one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. 
And Uncharted two and three, man. Dante four was good too, but oh. two and three, man. That game, that game is phenomenal. Like I, I've never seen it in my life. Yeah. Well, Xbox making well, um, Indiana Jones game, so hopefully we'll get, we'll get that before we see a, a Uncharted game. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've never really give me Uncharted fan. Mm-hmm. Give me Uncharted fan. Like with this, this is part of the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge Indiana Jones fan. Like stop, that, stop, so. stop making yeah. movie frames. Stop making movie franchises in video games. Like they've all been terrible except Mortal Kombat, bro. Just give me Nathan Drake. Facts. <laughs> like, that, like, stop being, stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Like, make something new. Right. Speaking of new IPs, um, Marvin, this might make you make you happy, depending on how this goes, but. Um, Kojima is rumored to be making a game for the Xbox. Um, the news over the weekend came out where uh, people were saying that instead of him traditionally, you know, making his games, PlayStation, which he's done for, I think, for like the last, what, 25, 30 years, mm-hmm. people saying he's in the works and has a deal with Microsoft for his next upcoming IP to be um, on Microsoft. It might be a Microsoft exclusive. So. I don't know well, if you sure about that because I know that you are a big Metal Gear Solid fan. We don't know if it's Uh-oh. true, right? But um, if it is true, are you? Would you be looking forward to him doing something for Microsoft? I don't know because my thing is that Hideo Kojima. That's what he does. You've made Metal Gear Solid for twenty years. Like you haven't made anything fire outside of that. Like let's keep it being. Death Standing was like I could have did without that. I mean, I, like, it was a lot of hype. That what, game could have way more than what it was. You didn't want to play a, a, a delivery guy in, in the post-apocalyptic world? No. Delivering? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, no, I do not want to do that whatsoever. That, that was a huge disappointment. I was very, very looking forward to that game. And trust me, the trailers definitely uh, got everybody hyped up on on that booger sugar before we actually got to admit <laughs> that we were served. So, you know, uh, it, it was a mess. But my thing is, so far as what... I, I don't know what he would do. That that's my thing. Like tactical espionage is what you do. The only other person that's made something remotely the same, better, if not on the same level than him, is anybody who's worked for Tom Clancy. That's it. You know, so I don't I don't um Rainbow Six was my every <laughs> Rainbow Six. I mean thinking uh, uh what was that? Splitter yep. cell, all of that. You know, yeah, my thing is that yeah. um, it it doesn't I don't know what he would do. I'm looking forward to it to see just what he would create, but I, I'm not sure. I think because I think a lot of times I think right now with, with Hideo is that after doing Death Stranding, I feel like his perception of making games, he's starting to be a bit dated. Mm. Like he's one of those dudes where it's like, hey, you think you're such a genius, but you don't understand like that the kids don't care about none of that now and you need to kind of dumb it down for him no i i i agree with you i think uh i think that's like that's that was too theoretical that was yeah that was too much that was too much too was, theoretical. <laughs> that you know it was i think people were trying to you know they were trying to use all the famous actors in it too whatever and he i, I think he, his, yeah. yeah yeah i think he's trying to make like you know this movie video game universe but what he started off with with death stranded marv I, I feel exactly what you're saying i felt like okay you're just trying to you're trying to be a little bit too ambitious what you're doing you need to kind of build it up first so mm-hmm. we don't play video games to be uh confused like i play a video game to relax and chill and get a good story like i'm not trying to play a game and figure out what the hell is going on 20 hours exactly. in. Like, that's not what it's about right and my thing is 
he should have just figured out a way to finish that Silent Hills game he was doing with Norman Reedus. That's what Thank he should do. Thank you. That's I the game that, we wanted. I think that was out of his control, though. That's I think that's that was true. out of his control. That is true. But what I would have did was I would have went and what you know he, he made his own studio, Kojima Productions, whatever. I would have went ahead and just said we're gonna, we, we may not be able to make Silent Hills exactly like they're doing it, but we can do a concept on that for our studio. I mean, people do that, those kind of games all the time, like Resident Evil type games, all that kind of stuff. So he could have right. just made a game in that same vein. Instead, he had us packing boxes and delivering <laughs> them over waterfalls and shooting them in the future. Like, right. it has nothing to do with anything you've ever done. Kojima, like, what's going on, man? Right, right. I don't know. I'm, but I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. But if he comes out with something that's super too conceptual, man, like, it's almost like this. Uh, EJ will understand his records. Now how Maxwell made that first album, and it was like, oh, Miss Urban Love, hey, sweet, like, it's so groovy, this yep. and this and that. <laughs> then he made Embryo. <laughs> and then everyone was like, it's, but it, it's hard, but it's like, it's weird. You're right, yeah. Yeah, Spanish so, yeah. records, man, like, you know, it don't, it don't, I don't know. Video, it, it, we'll see. We'll see. I personally don't think he's doing something that's an exclusive for Xbox. I think he may make a game that's going to be wildly made for everybody before he does an exclusive. I mean, to get an exclusive would mean like, I like that. Yeah. It was from right. Yeah, and it was, and, and, and it was and I don't think that really did well. Like, I don't know. I had to check numbers, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't think it did well either. No, I don't think it's, it did it's well. not. It's not, bro. Me, me personally, I'm like, hey, man, unless you got to give us Metal Gear Solid six or something like seven or something like that, bro. Like, I don't, I don't really care. And even then, I'm gonna be looking at you like, why are we getting another one? <laughs> right, like we've been doing this for like twenty five years. Like I don't, I don't need another snake. Let's bury snake and call it a day. Well, well, I would love to see it. To be honest, I would love to see another. I'm a big Metal Gear fan too, so I would love to see another one, especially after um, EJ's boy is playing Master Chief. Apparently, I mean, not Master Chief uh, is playing Silent Snake. Um, yep, yeah, Oscar so, Isaac. Oscar yeah. Isaac. Yep, yep. So I would love to see. Um, I would love to see something, something else, or something else in that world, like they did with Raiden. Where they did a spinoff. Um, it was a weird game, though. It was, but it was I. I was fun, and I'm I'm a, and I'm a sucker for swords. I'm a sucker for swords. It's, 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 I'm, I'm a sucker for swords too, but it's like I don't like games in the Metal Gear Solid series that had nothing to do with the story. Like I, I really don't. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into these two things real quick. We're gonna end on the uh, on the NBA talk. I know we got a lot to say about that. Um, but Jay, give us a real quick synopsis of what's going on with Ray Fisher, real quick. And then Marvel will throw it to you for Space Jam too. So, yeah, go ahead. Gotcha. So, uh, just recently, we all know about the the Justice League controversy with the Joss Whedon version, and uh, recently we just got the uh, Zack Snyder cut, which was pretty good. It was way better than the Whedon version. But we also know about the controversy that happened with uh, Ray Fisher and his ongoing battle with WB over uh, Josh Whedon and another producer's uh, negligence and bad actions on set and we didn't really get any we didn't really understand and we didn't really get any clear transparency on what exactly that was we know there was an investigation um a lot of people were saying there was some kind of racial issues or whatever going on maybe uh, uh fisher was probably a uh, part of that but in this variety article variety article they sit down with ray fisher and he kind of reveals a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff is made more clear and transparent now and one of the biggest things i'm gonna point out and people can read it. I'll leave a link in the uh, bio. Uh, but one of the things he pointed out was that when Zack Snyder and, uh, and when they were first writing and, and building the, first, the Justice League movie, 
um, he really had a role in actually building Cyborg's uh, story and in uh, fleshing out the story. And when Whedon came in, he didn't want none of that. And a lot of the stuff that they had built up and a lot of stuff that they had written and, and took into consideration that was all thrown out and we didn't want to focus on a uh, well, he wanted to he basically put Cyborg on a back burner. Um, we also find out that there was even issues with Gal Gadot where um, uh, apparently we didn't allegedly that we threatened to uh, to mess up the, 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 the next Wonder Woman movie. So a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff was has come out in a variety of article. I, I suggest you guys read that whenever you get a chance. It's very informing. Um, it, like I said, it actually has some more transparency uh, on the stuff because all we've been hearing for a while is, you know, such and such was acting bad on the set. We actually, we actually get the to get a little bit more juice than than from what we we had heard of before. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna leave it on that. Cool. Well, I'm all for him going ahead and getting his uh, his point across to everybody because uh, you know. I haven't been a big Whedon fan since the Avengers, and from what I'm hearing and from what people are, you know, saying about him, that's a bunch of BS, man. Be acting like that on the set. You're a director, like let's not act like you are Robert Downey Jr. or Ben Affleck or any type of any type of actor. So, right. But we'll see how what it what all comes from that. Yeah. Yep. All right, Marv. Um, I left this one for you because I know this is this is looking like it's going to be your movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, bro. Tell us how you feel about the Space Jam 2 trailer that came out a couple, weeks ago. a couple weeks ago, man. The Space Jam 2 trailer was released, and as all of us being NBA fanatics and fans on this pod, um, and Jay, especially being a LeBron fan, uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. I was a little skeptical, but hey, I got on Twitter, you know, fell into the wormhole and watched the trailer the entirety. Look pretty good. I'll tell y'all, man. I'll tell y'all. Debate amongst amongst the chat. And and to to me, I know a lot of us are just like, why are they remaking Space Jam? A lot of people on social media are just like, why are they remaking <laughs> yep. Space Jam? And it, it didn't make any sense, right? But my thing is is what they did with it and the spin that they did, the actors that they got in the movie, the animations and what they're doing, it's fire. Not gonna lie. It's fire. For this gener for these kids in this generation. And how they view basketball, view LeBron, they don't, they probably have no idea who the Looney Tunes really are. So to reinvent them into a modern era. That's the era. sad part, though. That's the sad part. How is that sad? No. Life goes because, on, bro. I, I feel you. I feel you. So do something totally different. Mm. Don't, don't go, don't go remake a classic to try and modernize it. So nah, they just another man. How they gonna remake it, bro? Then it's just, then you're just gonna basically be comparing two brands. That's what I'm saying. You don't remake it. You go and do you something similar. I mean, you do, you can do a similar thing, but I mean, this is this is this What's is. gonna make another Air Bud movie, bro? Like they can't do this. They can make a like LeBron. <laughs> like you, have to, like, you, you have to understand where this is coming from. This is coming from a guy who's doing all remakes. LeBron's next movie is remaking House Party. All he does is remakes. So I don't he, think he's trying to be the remake. He's trying to be the. It's it's almost like bro, like like. Well, house party's gonna fail. Leave, leave basketball alone. Like like we know you want to be the greatest. You, you trying to do Space Jam better than Jordan did it, huh? Because Jordan did it. Now you want to come back and do it better than he did. Like man, come on, man. Like like bro, 
It's okay to be the second greatest, man. It is okay. I don't know. Hey, bro. hey, the second. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna it's tell you right okay. now. Movie looks fire, bro. That trailer. These kids, my they gonna see. Man, he ain't even got the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> real talk to be totally honest with you but i was trying to tell marvin the other day when we were texting back and forth like the movie looks good bro i'm not even gonna hate it looks like a cool movie i'll probably watch when it comes on hbo max i ain't spending my money but i'll definitely watch it on hbo max um it looks good but the thing is like there's no comparing it to the first one. It's just some there's some things that you make when you make the first one the original, and it's just hard to compare it to. It, it, it'll be a good movie and it'll probably stand on its own, and that's cool for this generation of kids to be able to have something to look to and look to or towards their greatest player, you know, or, or so-called the person that they look to because they never saw Jordan play, and that's cool and well. Space Jam, when it came out originally, was not only cool for the time because we hadn't seen anything like that before, but it tied into Michael Jordan's return to the NBA. So it had like a meaning and a purpose. Thank it. you. What Preach. Meaning of Space Jam 2. Preach. No, man, no, man. This is the preacher right now. <laughs> Michael Jordan was coming back to the NBA and it, it, it led to you know, him doing his thing. I'm retired, you know, uh, and now the aliens that are coming to, 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 the, to the world and, and challenging us in this basketball game are taking all the guys who are still in the NBA that, you know, they're trying to take my spot because I'm not in the NBA anymore. They're getting them to fight against Michael Jordan and alluding to it. And it goes to, you know, for everybody who hasn't seen Space Jam, which I hope you have. Well, they need to go and watch it. Exactly. <laughs> I um, thought that's really how he came back to the game when I was a kid, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. I thought the space, the aliens hey, bro. And then Michael Jordan was coming back. Bro, I thought that was real as a kid, man. You cannot. <laughs> Take that nostalgia away from me. I'm not watching it. I don't want to see the. Hit. I don't want to see the trailer. I don't want to see no clip. I don't want to see nothing. I just want to say, as a residential LeBron fan here, you are hearing all this from a bunch of LeBron has haters. Right. That's all this. LeBron hater. Hey, the second greatest is not a hater, bro. That's not a hater. That's not a hater. Well, look, eater, if he, he the second greatest, then it, it works well with it being the second Space Jam movie. Thank you very much. Case closed. Space Jam movie. It ain't right. So there's no need. Like, it's just, like I said, bro, it's not the fact that he's not going to make a good movie because I think it'll be well and I think the kids will go watch it because it's another kid movie. Cool. It didn't need to be done. That's the whole point we've been trying to say from the beginning. Not the fact that he can't make a good movie. There's no need for it to be done because number one had a purpose. This one does not. Well, Why he didn't remake Blue Chips. He could remake Blue Chips. <laughs> what? Okay, you being disrespectful. <laughs> you being disrespectful. Who the actual Blue Chips remake? No, no, but I'm saying, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Take, hold on. Take a step back. Go to real life. His story is kind of like Blue Chips. Real life. Explain this, please. Explain this. What are you talking about, bro? Like. Bro, bro, Blue all chips. right. First of all, first of all, you got to think about our audience. How many people have seen Blue Chips, fam? <laughs> I, mean, I, I get you, I get you, but I'm just saying, it's, I just threw a name out there. It's a basketball movie. It's a real basketball movie. He's a real basketball player. He can get other real basketball players. He has an agency he, in real life. He can have an agency in the movie. 
He can do everything he want to do in the movie, just mm-hmm. not Space Jam. Listen, he got game. He could have uh, did that. That's he that game. Oh my god! Oh my god! It could have been he, he had game, right? It could have been he. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all can just blast for me. Y'all just blast for me. First off, let me say, <laughs> let me say this. First of all, we uh, what a lot of people don't know is Michael Jordan was supposed to do. Well, he wasn't signed on, but the plan was for him to come back and do a Space Jam too. But he turned it down, of course. And so the WB was trying to, hey, true, true, true. But uh, WB was trying to make a Space Jam franchise and that was really meant to build around Michael Jordan. But since he didn't want to come back, they were trying to think of ways, okay, what are we going to do? We want to do another Space Jam. They were even, they, they were going to do a, a movie called Spy Jam with Jackie Chan and the Looney Tunes. And and that's, that, that's how desperate they were to get another Space Jam movie out, first off. And let me tell you this, they they did they weren't able to get that off, but they y'all remember Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser? That's technically Space Jam too. <laughs> that was that is technically Once you defeat the monsters, it's done. Right. It's, it's over. Like just leave it there. It's iconic. It's, it's classic. It's Don Shadow. That's not the plot. That's not the plot of the movie. Carolina shorts. Oh, oh my god. It's not the same. It's not the plot of this movie though. He's it's going against John Cheadle. Right. How, be, how better you can get from that? And he's trying to get his son back, bro. Like it's a completely his, different. Exactly. Story. His son get his son gets kidnapped. His son gets kidnapped. And he came out to, I believe I can fly. <laughs> that is the truth, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Nowadays, EJ. I don't know if you want to say that. Yeah, you can't do that now. I don't know if that counts. Hey, hey. First of all, let's just just chill. I understand what's going on with music. Y'all know I separate the band. Music. for the music that song was amazing i don't care who wrote it the song was amazing okay i'm just oh, trying man. to build up the moment so listen he comes out the spaceship <laughs> on the baseball field he got his cleats behind him he's walking out the, the song is on he says i'm going back to the nba and he goes back and that's how the movie ends bro there is no more space jam after that no more <laughs> and then come back and win three more titles oh yeah, my God. Three feet. well bro, look we cannot <laughs> leave it alone I'm about to I'm about to put out a petition. I <laughs> program. Listen, your resident your resident here is gonna put out a petition if anybody's in support to get this removed. Okay, I know it's oh my God. you bugging. You hey. bugging. We about to have hey. a shoe program civil war. <laughs> Bro, all I'm saying is LeBron free to make all these other movies you want to make. You want to remake House Party? You do it. You want to remake? He got game. Cool, do it. But there's no need. Ron, you don't need we'll to wait. Well, wait. Space Here's the question. Two. Here's the Space Jam one. I'm gonna come back to this chat, and it ain't I'm about gonna, the money. No. It ain't about the money. Wait, wait. Here's the question. No, no, no. In an era where people went to the movies more than they do now, bro. Well, they can stream though. You can sell streams now. Yeah, streams too. So that that, that doesn't. Even but but it's not about the money though. It is not about the money. Money's inflated now. Then you can't compare money now to then. Look, but wait, 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 wait. Wow. Here's the question. Here's the question. What if y'all watch Space Jam 2 and it's actually really good, maybe even better than the original Space Jam? No, okay, Take, EJ, wait. I don't doubt that it'll be a good movie. I already told I you. I don't doubt you. that. Yes. I don't doubt that. Are you still going to say it don't, it's not gonna, it don't need to exist if it's a good movie? Yes. <laughs> There's no yes. need, bro. Space Jam 1 was telling the story and bro. 
for Michael Jordan's story. It completed what it was supposed to be. There is no need for this other one. There is no story LeBron. There's no story LeBron needs to tell in order for it. It does. LeBron comes off. LeBron comes off his fourth championship with the Lakers, and he's trying to inspire his son that look, you could be just like me, and what maybe not the loser streak, the, the loser streak in finals, but uh, you could come, you know, be better than me and, and win six rings like MJ. And he's like, oh. I don't want to be a basketball player, Dad. And then all of a sudden, they take a they take a, a, a tour at Steve Jobs' Apple facility, and they go into this big room, this database of the internet and all these Apple products. Because we know it, it can't be Samsung. We don't be Samsung don't do shit like that. But and end up kidnapping his son. Apple Apple pretty much kidnaps Mike LeBron James' son, and he has to go into the the Apple database to save his son. That's a great movie. I'm sorry. That's now movie. you're going into territory that we're not going to get on. <laughs> Bro, it could be it could be the greatest movie I've ever seen. It's gonna be hard, bro. And bro, and, and, and it could get it can it can win every single award. And I still would like get it out of here. <laughs> I can tell you, hold up, Cam. I can I can tell you how Space Jam could start and it could end, Space Jam 2. You only need five minutes to do this. All LeBron needs to tell his son in order to be better than him and win more championships is to make sure that you win more championships than you lose. Oh wow! Oh wow! Isn't like you know what they should they could you, I tell you what they should go and bring back the be like Mike thing. <laughs> you bugging for for wow. his son? You bugging? So LeBron wants his son to be greater. So now LeBron introduces his son. To Mike, now I'm with you. Oh my God. Now I'm with Mike, you. Too. You're, saying, you're saying that too. You're saying that for a dude who literally has been on post saying, fuck the kid, bro. Stop telling me, my nigga. Man. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, bro? He did the Looney Tunes. Nothing you can say is going to not make me say that's the greatest basketball player we've ever seen, period. Don't care what he said to them kids. Mm hmm. <laughs> Oh, said I ain't no role model. I don't care what he said to them kids. I don't care what he said to Fabulous. I don't care what he said to nobody. I don't care what he said to the Democrats. I don't care, bro. Speaking of that, we've ever seen. Period. Y'all hearing Put this? Put that show. topic down for the next show. Uh, uh, role models as athletes as role models. That's, that's already a done. Already done. Okay, athletes as role models. LeBron James is gonna be on top of the list. It's one of the best. Uh, uh, I give him the flowers there. I give him the flowers there. See, I ain't no hater. I just keep it real. Let's talk. That's, what, that's what you call it. That's what you call it. That's not hating, bro. That's not hating. How can I hate and then say, oh, yeah, well, that, I think he's great there. I just don't think he's, a, he's the greatest. He's a, he's. I don't honestly think he's the second greatest, but we that's a whole we ain't even gonna get into that topic. I mean, shit, I got time. He ain't the second greatest. This is the last well, subject. That's the only thing I know. Hell no, he ain't the second greatest. God damn it. <laughs> well, dude, this could lead to the NBA season. Actually, you want to be real with it? Shoot. This is we're going to yeah. Mm. Watch watch Space Jam two when it come out, man, in July. That's, it's so sad that we've come to a real podcast advertising. Go watch Space Jam too. Never <laughs> That's a great thing. I thought I'd never hear that. I thought there I'd never hear Space Jam too. No, there ain't no great thing. Marvel <laughs> Trader. How my Trader? 
He ever been talking about he a Jordan fan up and supporting this crap. Whoa, 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 whoa. I said the movie was fire, bro. Let's not do that. <laughs> I said the movie was fire. We don't get into actual hooping ability of what niggas do on the court and sneakers. Let's not do that. <laughs> but you trying to trash Jordan talking about he don't, talking about fuck them kids. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey. Jordan wasn't a great human. Yeah, he, I'm not talking about the greatest team. This, this ain't the game the world. We talking about the greatest basketball player. And now they got the documentary out talking about uh, his dad's murder. Let's not do this, bro. Let's not hey, do this, fam. We talk about it's the, ugly out here in these streets. First of all, let's just chill. Because like you say, Cam already said, athletes ain't supposed to be world models. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about. Jim Brown, too. He's the greatest football player of all time. A lot of things Jim Brown did wasn't that great. So it is what it cool. is. Let's get out into that, man. I'm just saying, bro. So let's let's not do that. We can talk. We can go all day long about the best players in every sport. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But Jim, Jim Brown, the cool, movie man. though, it's just a movie, man. It just there are certain movies you just don't remake. Period. Man, and that's one of them. We just we we just, we are just coming off of a year where they remade and made a second coming to America, and it was the highest stream movie on Amazon. Does that mean it was good though? Because I heard some mixed reviews. About yeah, but it wasn't. Damn. Good. Some yeah. people, some people, a lot of people are saying it was great. Some people don't like it. But it was more good. great than it is bad. Because the the first one is is classic, iconic, iconic. But my thing is that you got to understand it was iconic for its time. Technically, oh, it's still iconic. Right, it is still iconic. <laughs> another thing too is that like you got to understand that a there are people in our era and after that don't know anybody from that film except Eddie and Arsenio Hall, maybe. But see, here's the thing: here's they the did thing. the same yeah, thing for on. this generation. It's just they added people that these young kids know. It ain't about the old niggas no more, bro. I feel that. Not, I feel that. But I feel that. But yeah. that don't yeah. mean you still. Hold on. But that don't mean you still can't make another iconic movie though. The thing is, though, just because a movie is made in the past and it was successful, doesn't mean you have to remake it for a new audience just because they don't know who was in the old movie. That makes no well, sense. Well, blame, blame these movie companies. That's the no, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just giving facts. Like, you don't have to remake a movie again because people of the current generation don't know who was in the last one. There's a bunch of movies that I that I really liked that I figured out who people were, movies from my dad's era that they haven't remade and they were great movies and I don't know any of them people. So that, that doesn't mean you have to remake it just because little kids or new people don't understand. But they, they've been doing that though. They did it with Shaft. They remade Superfly. They're probably gonna remake the Mac. I know they're gonna touch that eventually. They didn't have to, but just because they do it doesn't mean they have to do it. That's our point. They're gonna. They're already working on the remake of The Last Dragon. They've been trying to get that off for the past few years. Yeah, for forever, like, Samuel yeah, Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, I, 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 I wouldn't. Go ahead, they're going to re everything. They're doing a they're doing a Mike Tyson box with Jamie Foxx. Like they're gonna they're gonna just they're, they're, they're chronologizing. They're making they're just gonna make take moments in the history of black culture. Make it film. That's that's the wave now. It's either your Marvel or your that. To be real, what new movie? Well, we just got a new zombie movie coming out with with David Batista and them niggas. I saw a trailer for that today. That's a look good though. Running, that's like, look these good. These folks in Hollywood aren't writing great ideas, bro. Nah, it's like they're only just, they're just trying to follow whatever trend is going on. Like, that's why you got all these pro-black movies coming out now, because everything that's been going on over the past year. That's not going to be dead. That's another topic for another time that me and Jay talk yeah. about. Yep. That's, that's, uh, we'll get in, you know what, I'm going to put that down. We'll get into that. That's another Monetizing something. black pain, that's a whole nother right. beast. Yep. And, 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 a lot of, and a lot of that's been trash too. Like, nobody wants to see that, dude. 
That's the reason why you got more independent creators hitting Netflix and making fire things, or a lot of foreign films are hitting Netflix and taking over like wildfire. Americans aren't pinning fire anymore, bro. It's all TV. Most most of the fires come from television now. We just Here, here's what I mean. When, when I look at it, when I look at it like a high level view, it's like, all right, people went from being creative and trying to put out their best product to because now we're in a more technology age. It's almost like you just wait on the need and feel the need. You wait on the void and feel the void. You know you're going to get money because the void is already there. Instead of trying to be creative and create the void like Apple used to do, like companies used to do. But, you know, this is what I think. (laughs) Apple used to be very, very forward technology. Innovative. They are not anymore. That's true. But yeah, what you're talking about, uh, Cam, is is something that's been going on in the in the underbelly of Hollywood for the longest of times. Is, um, you know, for I, I remember there was a time where I went to a, um, <clears throat> I went to a pitch, a, a big pitch um, workshop where you pitch films or whatever, and uh, the, all they were film, they, a lot of them were film, pitching uh, zombie films because at the time, zombie, yeah, zombie films was, the, the, it was it was making the most money. So you don't get a lot of original ideas. You, you just get stuff that's just gonna go with the tropes that we know is gonna make dedicated money. And and to me, that's sad. And that's But it's sad at the same time in the film industry, but at the same time, that's why we're getting a lot of indies coming out of nowhere now. And a lot of indies are making the buzz because a lot of people, are, a lot of the, uh, filmmakers are kind of seeing that now. They don't want to, they don't want to go the studio route anymore because they want to make their original stuff. And, you know, and, and a lot of these, and these, a lot of these movies that's getting, um, getting Oscars or, or nominated, they're indie films. They're not ma- major studio films. The major studio films have now turned into just making, turning out s- superhero films and action films. Like it's like the action genre has pretty much taken over. Maybe some horror er- horror film every now and then, but the, but the real original ideas they're from smaller studios. You know, the one million dollar, two million dollar films now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and hey, I'm gonna shout out one person real quick. I just want to shout out yeah. Nate Parker, Nate Parker, because he be making some fabulous movies, man. That dude be making some great movies. American Skin, I gotta check that out. I saw the trailer, hey. that was great. Oh the my goodness, great. great movie! But all right, go ahead, carry on. <laughs> no, you good, you good. Um, I was just gonna say the last topic we really wanted to discuss, and we can talk about it briefly, is just the current state of the NBA, where we are right now, what's going on, leading into the last uh, 15 games of the season. So, um, we all know, I think everybody saw yesterday, Jamal Murray got hurt on a non-contact injury. Yeah. He tore his ACL, so he will be out for the rest of the season. Uh, we talked about it briefly in the group chat earlier today about how that might impact uh, the Nuggets going forward. And uh, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about the end of the season, what we see for the playoffs, and who's going to win the ship. So, Cam, lead us off on this one, man, because I know uh, you know you are resident back So yeah, yeah, this is going to be a tough one, man, because you know on paper a lot of things look a certain way. You automatically think the Nets going to take it uh, out the East. You automatically think the Lakers going to take it out the West. But man, these injuries, people can't stay healthy. Um, but taking personal right <laughs> so yeah. it almost like it almost comes down to okay well who is going to be number one who's going to be healthy when the when the playoffs come and who's going to be willing to play when the playoffs come it's like 
not who has the best team. So it's kind of weird right now, man. It really is. I, I don't even know what to call it. It's it's just you want to see your best players out there on the on the on the court at all times. You know. Mm-hmm. True. That's that's and that's what Stephen A. was saying a lot about Kyrie. You know. Uh, I think for real though, man. I mean, the thing Stephen A. was trying to say was basically like you're taking all these personal days, and we understand that if there's something going on in your family. That's a problem. And we have to be there for them. And like anybody in the world, something's going on in our families, in our lives, we would leave work in order to do stuff. And that's cool. But it's like, he's had these personal issues like three or four times this year. And it's like, it's to a point to where Stephen A was like, are you giving any money back? Because it's just like, bro, you've missed like- What are you here for? Right. Right. And the thing is, not that we don't want you to take care of what's going on off the court because that's your life. Basketball is just part of it. It's just like, you know what y'all are working towards and you know what's going on right now. And it's always something like whether it's the personal days or what was going on with him in Boston, you know, and like all the stuff that came out about between him and LeBron, like there's always like conflicts and issues with Kyrie. Like, so it's going to be interesting to see if any of that stuff affects the next move. I want to comment on that. Um, man, see this, when you're in a locker room, this, it, it, it kind of come down to one man looking at the next man and we all got to be willing to fight for the same thing and that's really what makes a championship team and and that's the only thing that makes me worried about the nets because talent wise no team can touch them talent wise i'm not even worried about that but i don't know how that locker room looks at each other man because you got like like if I'm fighting more than you and I see that and other people see that, then it starts to tear apart the locker room. And now you're talking about on the court when those games are close, that's going to be a big deal. Who's going to take the shot? Well, now the locker room is already split because, oh, well, you're not, you ain't fighting as hard as I am towards this goal. Like, that's the only thing I worry about them, man. And that, and that part, it's like, okay, you know, everybody's fighting through something. And people are going to expect you to fight through things as well. Not not to take away from taking time away from the team. I don't want to dis, I don't want to like this diminish that at all. But it, like when that happens, people do, there's a reaction and there are consequences, good and bad for everything. And that's real. People are going to think about it like the, okay, this happens one time. This happens again. Well, man, are you, are you willing to fight for this? Like I'm willing to fight for this. And that breaks apart a team. Mm-hmm. I agree. Jay, how you feel about the Lakers, bro? Jay, you muted. I think you muted. First is first. Didn't the niggas just lose? Didn't didn't the Lakers just beat the Nets the other day? And they didn't like. And they used the second string to beat them, didn't they? No, it was, thing, but the, the Lakers it was a funny game, man. It, I wouldn't even call that a real game. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. It was it was it, w- it was really close, and then Kyrie. Hey, and we put that down for the next topic too. We could that's cover that one day. I mean, that's kind of crazy how you know he flipped out so bad at Schroeder for calling him the N word. That was funny, but I can't really rock with Kyrie for that. I mean. Like, I, I can't. I understand both sides. I understand both sides. Like I get, like if you're like I get, you know, enlightening yourself and being like, hey man, don't call me that. I, and I'm like, 
Shannon Sharp really said it best. Like if you if you tell me once and then I'm like, okay, my bad. Like why keep going? Because I mean, no, we all know Kyrie has said it to people on the court before. Word. And have, like and, and have heard it before. Like, come on, man. So I just I don't I don't know if it I don't it's just a, it's just weird, man. It's just being weird. A, being a big, big weirdo, big weirdo. That don't fly with me for the simple fact that, like you said, Cam, I'm pretty sure, and I think we've heard he said it before. Uh, exactly. Said on the court before. So that's number one. Number two, it'd be a different story if it was like Luca came down the court and called you that, or you know Joe Harris called you that. Right, right. Like to call you that. So he ain't trying to call you like crazy, like you know what I'm saying, like. He needs to chill on that. And I had never seen Kyrie get like that on the court. But I was man, I was, I was like, if he keep it up, he's gonna get thrown out. Next thing you know, he got tossed. And I was like, bro, what is going on with this dude? Like, but uh the downfall to the Nets will be what goes on with Kyrie Irving. If he's there hundred percent, like you said, and he's giving his all to the team, I don't think there's a team that can beat them. I don't think the Lakers can beat them fully fully healthy. I don't think any team can beat them if they are all locked in because James Harden when he comes back he wants a championship bro he's on he's his mindset is this this is it you won't die so KD gonna give you 100% every single time you step on the field so I think the Nets go as far as Kyrie goes I don't know about that I don't know I think uh I, I think as long as James Harden and KD I think they have a chance no matter what I think yeah they could definitely win without without Kyrie I think Kyrie is just when you put them, they're just the offensive onslaught. You just, it's like, there's no way you just outscoring them with all three. It's, to me, all three of them is just, it's it's no win. It's bad. it's like Golden State all over again, but even worse. So I don't, you know, I, I just don't see nobody beating. But if KD and Brooke, uh, James Harden, they still can hold the fort down. I think, I think Kyrie is just. I, I don't know if anybody really wants to say it. He, I think he may have talked about it in the past, but I think Kyrie is suffering from mental health issues. Um, um, I don't know if he's going to come out with it. I think he has a he has a lot of issues that he's dealing with um, personally. And then again, also, if it's not that, I think you know. I know he's doing you know he's he's doing his social outreach on the side. So uh and and brooklyn they're they're number two in the east they're in great position right now so i mean the playoffs is almost near there's really no need to have him on there I, he may feel like that you know what i'm saying trying to put myself in his mindset but he may feel like i can miss it i, I can miss a few games we, we there no matter what we in the playoffs no matter what no i mean nobody's beating us for them though for them it's a big deal from being one and two in the east though you talking about being number one, going up against mainly, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna disrespect and want to say cakewalks, but the easier side of the division versus number two. Now you gonna face them, them threes. Indiana. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you gonna Milwaukee, right. you know, early. So right. if you number one, you probably ain't gonna have a tough matchup compared to your team until <clears> the like last year. Yeah. That is true, that is true. Crazy. But let's see. We, but we're playing in the. We're seeing the season where Utah is number one in the West. That's and crazy. Phoenix is number two, right? Yes. Yes. But both teams been balling, man. Like I, you could actually, if you saw the roster, like coming off of last year, that was the big question: was the bubble for real or not? Mm. It was for real. 
He said that so dramatically. That's for real. Them boys can ball for real. So they here. Right. Jay, uh, you were you you had paused for a moment, but I was gonna ask you how you feeling about your Lakers chances, not only coming out of the West, but um the, the whole thing. They gave them a championship. <sighs> like I told y'all before, I'ma stand by this. I'm uh I do not <sighs> I felt like last year, our last season, we had our main, we had our main goal of, I mean, we had the main goal and I, it was, to me, it was seeable. It was seeable, I, I saw it. And and I was like, if, you know, if anything, I know we're gonna get a ship that year, but the next year is up in the air. And that's, I still kind of feel like that. I feel like, um, I think, I, I don't feel, I don't, I'm not sure we have a strong I don't feel I don't I'm not sure if our team is as strong as if it was last year to be honest and uh I, I that's what I'm kind of worried about I feel like we're not gonna have no problem against the Clippers I don't feel like we're gonna have a problem uh against maybe Utah I mean um I I, I do see the Nuggets being an issue I like I told you before I think I, they're my the serious threat but the championship if if I, I don't know. That's the answer. I really don't know. I can't. Uh, this I'm I'm literally I'm literally watching as a fan of LeBron uh, this year, and hopefully we get far. I really I really the champ. They really I really got to see. I'm really this this is for the first time in my NBA watching career when I'm actually sitting back and I don't see a championship. I don't see I don't see a, a, a instant win. I was I should say I don't Watch see out for the Blazers. I'm not. You don't see an instant win for LeBron or an instant win for any team. No, inst instant win for the Lakers. Uh, I feel like this. This the Lakers are going to have to play some basketball. This LeBron cannot be passive anymore. He was playing really well before he got injured, but can no. You can, this is this is the time where you can no longer play passive. Anthony oh, Davis. He's still playing for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> AD AD is going to have to ball out. Um, Kuzma is gonna have to show up. KCP is is going on another shooting slump. He's gonna have to, he's going to play hard. Dennis Schroeder has been great. Uh, Montrez has been great. Uh, Andre Drummond, uh, he's already have made an impact, but we got to see how he gels in with uh, AD and LeBron. Um, Marcus All definitely getting traded next season. Uh, I'm just you know the, uh, it's really up in there. They really got they really gonna have to ball out. Utah not playing. Phoenix not playing they are shooting the lights out phoenix and that got a squad and they got a big man that's just i mean phoenix got a squad right so man I'm tell you why i don't think the lakers gonna win because lebron said a thunderstorm is coming and the last time i checked i ain't never seen no thunderstorm tear up nothing like thunderstorms <laughs> don't even they just hard rain maybe a little sound here and there but like you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you gonna do? Ain't no tornado coming. You know, ain't no hurricane coming. Hurricane, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like, I'm just throwing, he said it's coming. He said it's blowing. It might not even rain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, LeBron always like to say that stuff, but you know, when he come on the court, it's a whole different. I think he's getting inspired though, because the team, when a team plays well without him, I think that inspires him because it shows their capabilities. But when a team is in a, the team is just doesn't play well without him. We always see him making those subliminals, and we see it in his expressions and facial expressions. You know, he he don't look the most confident, 
But I think I think this is a he's a long way from from the Cavs now. He actually has a team that can ball out. There's literally no excuses. He has to show up. AD has to show up. Y'all actually have a great team. So there's no excuses anymore. If there was any excuses, there's no excuses now. You have a team. You're saying like long way from the Cavs, like when you first came in the league, right? Here we go with this. I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, he had a squad with the Cavs. So I mean, let's not do that. You. I mean, like you're saying he's a long way from like. And now with Kyrie, with his Cavs, right? with, with, Kyrie, with Kyrie and K Love, he had a squad. It can't really be argued. But when those last two years, when he had George Hill starting point guard, it was him, K Love. He had J.R. Smith. No, Tristan Thompson. No. That was that was not going to get them a championship against a Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green's led Golden State Warriors. That was not happening. No, this time, it, I to me, I feel like hypothetically, let's say you know Golden State was healthy and Klay was back and playing the season and they had a decent record. I would the, the Lakers, the Golden State, you gonna have to play y'all, y'all gonna play your hearts out because they got a team. And you don't have to. You got to worry more, more, more than just LeBron now. So, you know they 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 was mopping them. They was mopping the floor with LeBron. So no, this is different. This is a different squad. Um, we'll see. But <clears throat> that's that's for the West. But the East, I'm into, I'm more interested on the East narratives to be honest. I'm I want to see what Philly's gonna do because everybody kept playing around with Doc. They kept saying like they kept making it seem like Doc was the issue in 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 LA. And do they have the number one team in the East? You know. I'm gonna tell you though. I'm gonna tell you. I think Doc can only take Embiid so far, man. He's had Embiid on an MVP year this year. I think Embiid is still gonna turn back to Embiid when the pressure really hits, though. You can't change a man. Yeah, you can help. You can help him, but it's hard to change a man, especially that fast. And Embiid has not really been one that's been great under pressure. Hmm. I hope it don't happen, but I, it's, I just don't see it. Just like Giannis, I, I I just don't think Giannis Giannis ain't gonna be the one that leads them to the to a ring. I mean, the the Bucks are being dumb when I mean, they're giving out super max to to Drew Holiday. So I mean, your favorite player is Drew Holiday. Is what I mean. Jay have talked about Drew Holiday in the past, like with Dino was back when we used to mess with Dino. Like, you holiday is good. He's not $160 million. Right. Right. They're wasting money. So I, I don't think that the Bucks are going to do anything in the That's true. That's, that's, that's true. We'll have I to see. Know, I've seen, I've watched the, the Nets play. I've watched a few full games. And what a lot of people see ain't the Nets. If you don't watch the full game, like you have to see when they actually turn it on. And it's amazing because it's like, oh yeah, ain't nobody got a chance. Like the when ball. they, yep. dude, it's like, oh, because you can tell they being lazy, man. Like they don't even they be going through the motions. But uh, yeah, man, if, if they can, nobody has a chance if the Nets are playing. I'd say even at sixty percent, seventy percent of their capabilities, nobody has a chance. That's true. That is true. I agree. I agree with that. But uh, yeah, we'll but, see, uh, man. We'll see. Yep, definitely. Um, I think that's a good place to stop today. Um, Mark, take us out. Bro.
It's another episode of Shoe Programming. We want to thank y'all for listening to us, man. Feel free to follow us all on social media, uh, definitely on Twitter and Instagram at the Shoe Program and all of our respective social media profiles. Um, thank you all for showing us love throughout each episode, and we hope to hear from y'all soon and come back and view us on the next episode of Shoe Program, man. I'll let y'all. Peace. 23 hour lockdown. <laughs>